commence primary ignition. This is Star Wars. Look out! You may fire when ready. From the bright center of the galaxy, I'm Grex Comback, and you're listening to Core World News, your whole net news show for in-depth coverage and analysis for the latest stories from around the galaxy. Here is your news segment rundown for January 17th, 2020. Holonet rumors. But first, Hollywood reporter and variety report that Taika Waititi has been approached by Lucasfilm to develop a Star Wars feature-length movie. Now we your host, Ben, Grant, and Adam, who discuss. All right. Thank nice. you very much, Grex. Uh, good to be back again uh, together. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so... Alone together. Alone together. <laughs> at last. At last. That's right. <laughs> Adrift in space. Um, yeah, Taika Waititi. Well, this is... I heard you guys talking about this before, and I hadn't heard the rumor. And, uh... This is great news. I thought I was just like, oh yeah, that makes sense. I yeah. just thought you were right. like guessing, well, it would make sense for him to do one. But, yeah. Um, it makes a lot of sense. And yeah. And clearly I mean, it does to Lucasfilm too. It's like the least shocking news we've heard, but very exciting right. still. Like, I'm yeah. very happy about it, but not surprised at all. Like, he's a hot director. He's, he just got his movie yeah. nominated for Best Picture. Yep. Um, he's signed on to do Thor 4, Love, Love and Thunder. Thunder. Yep. My oh favorite my Marvel title. And so, season finale of Mandalorian was exceptional. Yes. Like, yeah. We were all moved by that. Yeah. Really, really uh, yeah. wonderful performances he got out of everyone. Um, the action was incredible. Uh, and the storytelling, I mean, his yeah. sensibilities. His ability to go from like laugh-out-loud humor, that kind of interesting, mundane humor, that yeah. he that his brand of humor, to like hard-hitting drama. Like, I don't yeah. I don't know a lot of directors who can do that and, and navigate that territory. Yeah. I haven't seen uh, Jojo Rabbit yet, but I've heard that kind of excels it's amazing. at that. Yeah. But, yeah. but I can always think back to like Hunt for the Wilder People. Um, which is one of my favorite movies from him and it's just this amazing kind of very much that like you get these like really this really funny kid kind of goofiness and then you get these really heartfelt yeah. moments that are like like I remember that movie like he makes me laugh and literally cry in one movie like within like minutes of each other like, yeah, even legit. Eagle vs. Shark I think what his first yeah. film yeah it's, oh, he did that. it's yeah. heartbreaking and and yeah. and it gets somber at times, and then it's just laugh out loud, hilarious. How like the yeah. awkward humor is so good in that movie. Yeah, I think it's it, one. It's one of the best indie films I've seen in terms of like an indie rom com that I've, I've seen. I think it took him a while in the U.S. to get recognized for that because he kind of came to prominence here for the um, Flight of the Concord stuff, yeah. Yeah. which is amazing. But that's just straight up comedy. Like it's right. all just funny, yeah. funny, funny. Not a lot of like heart to it necessarily. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean. It could be an original project, but I think I, we've been harping on this forever on our podcast that he has, you know, his, his directing sensibilities are the perfect match for an Afra film. Yeah. Like yeah. If they yeah. want to tackle Afra, Taika Waititi is the perfect candidate yes. to do that. Yeah. Yeah. When, yeah. You, when you said his name, I instantly thought Afra would be yeah. a Same good here. one. But yeah, I mean, he's on a roll right now. I mean, like, he's at the height of his powers. Everything he touches turns to gold. Yes. Uh, it's really, would be really great to get. Yeah peak Taika like um, yeah. a Star Wars film I don't really even care what it is but nope. I mean a Afro would make a lot of sense because it's funny and it's dark and, yeah. and it's like in a, totally. it, yeah. and it'll be off color enough for because so it's not just another like um, you know Indiana Jones reboot right like I don't want Indiana Jones in space I no. want like a quirky dark you know Afro yeah, movie absolutely and I think I think his sensibilities matches up with that perfectly he's also really good at, at ensemble casts um, oh, yeah. like yeah. Thor Ragnarok with the Revengers yeah, <laughs> is yeah. kind of amazing like the way he's able to take all those characters and interact them and like make Loki and, and Hulk and Thor 
work together that yeah. part of me wonders if 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 it is an afro if it's going to be more of a kind of like are you going to get more of the are you going to get dr everson in there are you going to get yeah. bounty hunters in there is it going to be this like we have to pull a heist type of like heist movie with dr afro yeah that's see that's what i'm thinking it will be i think i'm thinking there has to be some kind of there has to be story bait has there has to be some sort of plot that is it's worth telling this story that yes. that we yeah. that has probably been in the comics but they can change it you know just like yeah. the marvel movies borrow from the ultimate universe mm -hmm. you can take from the comics but just change it slightly and i think unspeakable sewer weapon uh mm -hmm. by spurrier that whole arc i think is the yeah. perfect storyline for a film which yeah. is it just mm. assassinate the emperor yeah which i think is was the penultimate yeah. kind of uh series in the dr afra the first volume of dr afra Right, right. Getting confused. Like the end, it was yeah. yeah, it was the second, yeah. second last, right. Right. Yeah. last. Yeah. Arc. You think they would really do that? That they would just like rip it straight out of the pages of the comic book and and do live action? I think that's. I think it's just the best basis for a story. I mean, I don't. It, you can get into her life and her relationship to Vader, but you can also have this overarching kind of interesting storyline yeah. where it's like Inglorious Bastards to a degree, or mm -hmm. yeah, you know. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> you talked about that. But like, it would be funny if they actually, <laughs> they'd actually killed the Emperor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That would probably break a lot of minds. Um, yeah, around the galaxy. Yeah, I mean, that's the reason why I don't think it'll be Afra because they've shown that they don't really like to cross lines there with the comics. The comics get a certain yeah. you know amount of stuff. Like mm -hmm. that's why I think they think Vader's safe because there's never going to be another Vader movie. You know, like right. they, You've already got your Vader movies. There were six of them. Yeah, you know, it was the prequels and the original trilogy. Um, and so I think why that's why the comics have sort of drawn that out. So I, I don't know. I, I love Afro, but I mean Afro. All right, so it's getting into its second run. It already had what seventy-two episodes, sixty episodes. Yeah, something like that. 60, issues. 70, yeah. um, issues. But I mean, right, yeah. we've met her mom. We've met her dad. Yeah. We've sort of done the backstory. She's escaped Vader. Vader. She's come back to Vader. I have no doubt there's more in her story arc yeah. to do yeah. and cover. But it makes me feel like they might have him do something brand new. Yeah, I guess the question is whether it's just a single movie or ends up being a series. And I hope it's kind of hope it's just a single movie. Like I, mm. I, I like the standalones for a while. I think we need. I think it'd be really nice to kind of as a palate cleanser for the next whatever. And we'll get into this a little later. Yeah. But just just do a lot of standalones for a while. A couple of like you know whatever. But I, I feel like if you do that, you could still get away with a Doctor Afra if it was more. Um, not to keep like tooting my own or like supporting my own argument, but if you make it more of an ensemble cast yeah. where Doctor Afra is part of that ensemble. Right. It works that you're not getting too much into retconning whatever happened in the comics or, or, you know, trying to force in plot elements that weren't there in the comics as opposed to as a character is fully developed and has some interesting backgrounds. Plus, you get like a killer, a couple of killer droids and a couple of battle hunters mean, and a, yeah. and a weird say, doctor and like. Would her ensemble be obviously like uh, the two droids, Triple yeah, Zero yeah. and um, BT, BT? BT. Yeah, Triple Zero, BT, Dr. Amazon. Um, uh, I call it, like Karsten. Uh, and Karsten. And when you think about Taika's voice as a writer and you think about Triple Zero, I mean, like, there couldn't oh, be a better match. Also, right. like, literally, though, who do you yeah. think would voice that character? It will 100% <laughs> be Taika. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be great. Put him in the suit, man. He's got yeah. the. He's got the he totally part. does. Oh, yeah. yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I'd be, I mean, they could do so much with Afra. I mean, yeah. they could. They don't have to even set it, you know, in the timeline of the original trilogy. They could go into the sequel trilogy. Yeah. It's great. We know she's still running around, yeah. or we haven't seen her, you know, the end of her story in the comics yet. Yeah. So she could for sure be out there during the sequel trilogy. She could have come across Baby Yoda or something. You're know, like, like there's so many things yeah. that you could do with Afra that I they, 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 there are like little Easter eggs to yeah. all the films and then also the shows and the kind of all the ancillary media, media and the larger galaxy. Doctor Afra is coming into the live action at some point. You think? It's, I I do. I think I think that character is a featured character. 
in some way or another, maybe maybe even in the Mandalorian series as as a, as a but I mean, but also not, also representation. I that's mean, what I was with say. what happened with Rose in the Rise of Skywalker, yes. I think this that's is the ne- this has to be the next on the slate. They yep. have to give us Doctor Aphra at this point because she's an incredible character, strong, dynamic, smart, intelligent, yep. super interesting in terms of how she's mm-hmm. this rogue archaeologist who's always trying to escape every situation that she you know yep. lands herself mm-hmm. in. Um, yeah, just, yeah, and it's it's representation for a large you know demographic that feels like they were left out from the last film. Yeah, no, I think that's why it's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, I think it would have happened uh, organically anyway right. because of the character. But I think after Rise of Skywalker, I feel like they're going to be like, oh yeah, this is something that's worth doing. <laughs> yeah, and and I think with with Taika, they'll just be like, Taika, what do you want to do? Great, do it. I think he's that yeah. type of director where he, he, if he comes in with an idea, they're just going to let him do whatever he wants to. It's like Mahalia Mahalia. Ali Mahershala, right. Mahershala yeah. came and said, I want to play uh, Blade. And they said, you can play Blade. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like there's certain people that whatever they come in the room right. with, you just say, do it. Yeah. Um, but they're going to get, if, if he doesn't come in with the idea for Afro doesn't want it, someone's going to do it. Soon. What if it's droids? What if it's just C-3PO I, and R2-D2? Because I could equally yeah, I could totally see that, see that project as well. Yeah, I could totally yeah. see him doing droids. I could totally see I was just droids. about yes. to ask you, like, what would be second? <laughs> yeah. That's a great yeah. one. That would be a great I, one. I would think, like, a scum and villainy, a yes. boss oh, origin right. story, something weird. Yeah. Like, Totally. I keep going ensemble. I think it might it might be similar in Mandalorian, but it might be a bounty hunter story, right? right? But we like may the actually get like exactly hunters. like the the all the people we see on there minus Dengar. I was um, gonna say just the tales of Dengar <laughs> would be fascinating. But if it's how Dengar becomes, um, oh, oh uh, what's his name? Oh. <laughs> Engar? No, it's Deng. like uh, Dang. No, it's Garrak. Gardang. Gardang. No, Gardang. No, no, but you know what? Yeah, yeah. Look it up. But I feel like if that's the story he wants to tell, I'm on board. <laughs> All our listeners are totally confused right now. Um, visual dictionary, people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dig in the back right there. You'll yeah. find them. You'll find yeah. the secret gem. Dang. I think the last name's Dang, and it's like our. Um, no, but with Doctor Afra, you get uh, Black Chrysanthemum, yeah. which Jonas which could come and uh, mm-hmm. and play that role as well. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but a totally different Wookiee for him to play, kind of a different Rothgar character. Dang. Rothgar Dang. Rothgar Dang. Thank you. You're welcome. But yes, uh, Black. Thanstam, Santi, Santi, Santi. Yeah, yeah if we get we Santi in there. Like again, I kind of want. Yeah, it, it would be amazing to have Santi played by by Jonas. Um, totally voiced by uh, Taika, <laughs> but just doing the roars, <laughs> like just a Taika roar. I think would be yeah. great. But I keep saying that. But his his take on what was the droid he played in in? Um, oh, it wasn't him. It was um, I keep thinking it was Taika who played the droid in the Mandalorian. But it was the uh, Richard Ayawaya. Oh, yeah. oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah. Um, but that's he, right. but he did do IG eleven, and his take at IG eleven was like fairly subtle. For, yeah, for it wasn't like um, the rock Korg. guy Korg, right? Yeah. So, so Korg can, was crazy. I mean, that Korg's was amazing. Wild. That was yes. a wild voice he did yeah. for Korg. Yeah. I mean, which was like his, just like a quirky, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. yeah, quirky old like New Zealander like, Kiwi voice. Yeah. Which was so yeah, IG weird. definitely had a little bit of like like Siri or like Alexa mm-hmm. kind yeah. of built in. Very emotionless. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, very dry. But yeah. I mean, again, whatever he does or they give him, it's going to be great. Like yeah, I just have totally. ultimate faith. I mean, he is not at this point. There's not anything that Tech has done that I haven't enjoyed. And you think it's so feature film, not not series. That's what it is. That's yeah. what it's, that's what the rumors are going around. Is that yeah. he's done talked for a single film. He's busy. He's got a busy slate. I don't think he'd want to sign on for more than that. He's got yeah. He still got the he still got Thor coming around. He's still and he's still like he seems to want to do his own movie <clears> still, which. Good. Right. I'm sure he does. Yeah, I'd just like to get his attention and focus on this. It really, 
yeah. really give it the proper treatment, which I'm sure he would do. Yeah, for Thor, and he's doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like just such an interesting call yeah. in this day and age to be like, no, I want to make a feature film as opposed, to, like, because I'm sure he could do a eight ten oh, episode, yeah. you know, Disney yeah. Plus series if he wanted it, but. Yeah. Again, he probably has a lot of interests, and I guess a, a just one feature film has, is a lot more approachable and yeah. doable for him. It's right. not going to take ten years out of his life like sure. a, a movie trilogy. Or, yeah. You know. Or you get, but that's the issue with like the series. Or you get John Favreau, who I think's doing an amazing job on the Mandalorian, but like yeah. he's kind of like once he wrote all the scripts, he's kind of stepped back. Hands right. Off. He didn't direct yeah. a single episode because that man is busy. That man works. Right. Yeah, I think yeah. he's going to direct one or two for season two and he's going to be there. And granted, it all turned out amazing and it worked yeah. out. But I, I'm with you. Like, I'd rather if it's just a, if we can get his attention for one movie, yeah. I'll take it as opposed to like indirect attention for a series. Yeah, that's so true about um, The Mandalorian. I mean, they put it's such a good script. It's yeah. such a good story. And the storyboards are like our art. Yes. And it's yeah. Here's something I'll say that might be somewhat contra- not controversial, but like you can tell. You could tell the six episodes he wrote versus the two episodes that were not written by him. Oh, really? Because oh, you could, you could four and five. Yes, because you really? could, because <laughs> you could take guess. that series. <laughs> I think it's four or five or five and six. You could literally take that season, chop out those two yeah. episodes, and do a six episode, and you would not even notice yeah. that time had passed. Uh, but John Favreau kinda... outlined the entire series, did he not? Uh, I think he outlined, and I think outlined similar to my script, is like, we'll figure it out on set. <laughs> like I, figure there's, I figure there's like a, yeah. here's a 10-minute segment that we need to figure well, I mean, out. Episode like, 4 was um, Seven Samurai. So, I mean, they could have just wrote Seven Samurai and been like, all right, we'll just right, figure like, it out. And then give it to Talented. The, 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 those two episodes are written well, but they're not, it felt to me like they were not necessarily, I don't want to say filler, but in terms of like not moving the plot forward for well, the season. it was just to play devil's Please. advocate, which no, is what I do. I am right, you are the, wrong. The Seven Samurai, um, thank you, um, episode was, I think, was necessary to show that they couldn't, like, because your first thing is like, well, just go hide. Yes. And it was proof that you can't it, just go it hide. Did, those two episodes did a good job of showing time passing in terms of like, they've been on a hideout and on the run right. for a while. Yeah. Because it makes sense. Yeah. And then you, so you, you see, you, you need that evidence to be like, well, he doesn't take his helmet off. Yeah. Right. He, he like he may settle down, but it's a, if he settles down, he's yeah. never moving again. Yeah. And then and then Baby Yoda will never be safe. Anywhere. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's just, not. They're not completely useless. Yeah, by any, they can't just. They can't just good sit in the place. But but, yeah. but to be fair, I think there is some development in those episodes. It's 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 Dinjarin and the Mandalorian's introduction to like the rebels and the the concept mm. of the rebellion with Cara Dune's character and kind of. Yeah. Exploring his, you know, that relationship. So now, now I think we need to, to look up which episodes there are. And there's even a rebellion in the, the episode. I think it's the space heist one. Oh, space heist we're talking about. Which you okay. could just oh, with, um, cut out completely oh, with Bill yeah. Burr and the other people. Which, awesome episode. Yeah, great. Really good. Right, that's not to say. My point is, is not that these are good or bad episodes, but in terms of when you have someone who is show running, who steps back... There are going to be some of those filler episodes, and it's and it's odd for an eight episode series to have filler episodes when you have twenty two episodes to do in a season. You get some of those, right? Like, right. Like that's all. Again, like, I, I'm like I love it. I love all eight, eight episodes. Not not just me trying to be like positive Star Wars. Like literally, I don't. I wouldn't cut out any of those episodes. But in terms of like feeling where they kind of go, you can kind of tell. Like if you were to get, if you were to show those eight seasons, go pick the two that weren't written by the showrunner. I guarantee you, nine out of ten people could go that one and that one. Maybe. Pepsi Challenge. Yeah, yeah Pepsi Challenge. <laughs> okay, so now the, I mean, the social scientist in me is like, let's put this to a test. Uh, Favreau, Favreau wrote the uh, the same, chapter four. Yeah, that's the one where you introduced Cara. Filoni wrote Cara chapter Day. five, The Gunslinger. Yep. So that was actually a pretty interesting one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess, I mean, I don't know. I like that one a lot. I, 
again, I like this is not me saying I dislike <laughs> the ones that weren't written by Favreau. It's that and they, then, yeah, you're right. Five and six. And, five and six, yeah, and, and so that's did uh, and uh, from uh, who you uh, so five is Tatooine and six is uh, our favorite episode yeah, of the Mandalorian. Five and six, and six yeah. is the prisoner. Awesome, 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 awesome episodes, but not but like separate. Yeah, favorite episode go. Uh, episode two, two, mm. mostly because disintegrating job. I was I was had two in my mind before <laughs> I asked the question. Love that episode. It's really great. They're all really good, yeah. but like, yeah, two yeah, special. I think I want to try and say so. I'll, I'll say one. Yeah, okay. and one is one perfect. Oh, it's fine. really good. I just remember watching one on the plane like five times in a row, loving it, and then going, "Well, this is great, but there's no way they're gonna be able to sustain this." And sitting in my and sitting at five a.m. <laughs> in my bed in the hotel watching episode two, clapping to myself, <laughs> yeah. like just like, "Oh my god, it's oh, so much so better good. than I could have ever expected." Yeah. So. Oh, back to Taika. I mean, he could, he could, because <laughs> we really is went on a tangent there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Not us. So. He, yeah, we could. He could do an original project as well. I think that's what we're sure. trying to get to here. It's yeah. like he could definitely be doing his original work, which we'd celebrate and cherish, obviously, because we love everything this guy does. Yeah. Um, but I, I have the gut, you know, the gut sense that it's going to be Afra, and uh, and I'll I'll put this forward. Triple zero, Jermaine Clement. That's what oh I'm yeah, forward. that's what oh. I'll put forward. That's what I'm yeah, 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 yeah. I will take back my him playing. <laughs> I love the Jermaine Clement as triple zero <laughs> angle. That would be. Yeah, that's kind of perfect. Uh, I, I here's the thing. Yes, he could totally do a standalone property. Yeah, yeah. But you give that man the toys to play with because look uh, at what he did yeah. with Thor. Again, yeah. like Thor, like my wife will will fight me for saying like Thor one and two are Thor one. I actually really enjoy Thor two is fine. Um, so much better after Endgame, <laughs> right? Right. right. But they're kind of like they didn't do a lot with that character. That character is just the Shakespearean whatever. And then he comes along and does this, something to a character that doesn't change that character fundamentally. Thor is still Thor. If you go back and watch, because I just rewatched Thor 1, you can see how that guy becomes the guy in Thor Ragnarok. Right. But like does such, is able to like find the core of these characters right. and play with them in a way that makes them funny and weird, but still very true to themselves. And like to have him do that with some of our key Star Wars characters would be so much fun. You know, to have also, also with, with, with George, yeah, yeah, George constantly saying, you know, Star Wars is a soap opera at the end yeah. of the day. Oh, yeah. uh, Thor Ragnarok is very much a soap opera. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, and it felt very Star Warsian, especially with the, the death of the father and the, the fighting with the sister. Like, yeah, yeah. totally. I yeah. could definitely see that translate to a Star Wars totally. story. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, there's really like, there's no character too big for him to work with. No, no. Interesting. Cool, cool. Interesting. All right, take a movie on the way. Hollow neck rumors. Kill them all. <laughs> all right, now for more rumors, we have Trevorrow's leaked script um, that's going on the internet right now. It's just bullet points, really. I haven't seen the script myself. Uh, someone on YouTube, I think, recorded a video going over the script, but the script hasn't made it out there. It's just the bullet points going around the internet right now. But we do have the crawl. So, Adam, <laughs> would you? <laughs> Star Wars, Episode Nine: Duel of the Fates. The iron grip of the First Order has spread to the farthest reaches of the galaxy. Only a few scattered planets remain unoccupied. Traitor's acts are punishable by death. Determined to suffocate a growing unrest, Supreme Leader Kylo Ren has silenced all communication between neighboring systems. Led by General Leia Organa, the Resistance has planned a secret mission to prevent their annihilation and forge a path to freedom. Right. So not exactly Wait, what the Sorry. dead speaks. Yeah, not the dead speaks. <laughs> yeah, you know, as much as I bumped up against the dead speaks the first time I saw it, I now I I love it anyway. But like that is a that is a grabber. Like I remember seeing that, looking yeah. over it, Grant being like, 
what's happening now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like it, oh, it it's grabbed on. your attention. Yeah. Yeah. It was a hundred percent pulp at yeah. that point. And, yeah. um, and I loved it. It felt yeah. like, you know, an old serial, like, oh, we're, oh. there's some Dracula is coming out of the castle and yeah. you know, okay, yeah. this is going to be exciting. Episode three is always my favorite. War. <laughs> War. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so there's a lot going on in this crawl. Uh, is there though? Not, I mean, not really. We know. I think uh, it's Kylo's. Yeah. Kylo's it's more not removed. Not as sexy as the yeah. One. Yeah, Kylo seems a little bit more removed. Um, not so much on a hunt, but just dwelling somewhere else. I guess. I so can I just I, again, and we're gonna talk about some of the little points. And I like a lot of the stuff that's in this. I do not like this crawl, and this is nothing against Colin Trevorrow. And to be honest, this is a first draft. They probably would have punched yeah, up a million but times. Let's not understate like, that a million this, times because they, yeah, they already admitted. Uh, JJ said. I mean, they were or that was editor like that we right did. Minute, yeah, she like was. They, they changed the crawl a million times, and it was that the dead yeah. speaks was like a real late, a late, late, late. So, so, so let's not go too to hard. This is not yeah. Colin Trevorrow. This is just early draft. Because here's the thing: the first order reigns supreme. Isn't that the beginning of the tre- the and crawl in episode eight? I think right. So. No, but this yeah, and this is so this is the iron grip that of the first order. Just saying the same thing, but but like as yeah, again as a writer way. for academia, you're always yeah. about being concise and to the point. And to me, all that boils down to the first order reigns supreme. Right. Well. <laughs> It's saying their, you know, their their grip, grip. their grip has spread. Yeah, so they reign their supreme. territory yeah. has spread throughout the galaxy. So yeah. it's not supreme. so much that they just reign; yeah. it's now that they've spread to the outer reaches. They're they're yeah. But, it's um, diff- it's different. No, I, I mean that was that was the difference. Well, because yeah. before they were like, no, the first order. I don't think it said first order reigns supreme in eight. I will look it up. You guys keep talking. I don't know. I guess I'm pretty they sure did it does, because which, they, they attacked the capital. By the way, I also disagree then, with that. I don't like that in episode eight yeah. because the first order does not reign supreme. It's been 50 minutes since they blew up planets. Right. Exactly. That's right. Yeah, so it's, it's like they're leader. starting to take it over. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I really would have, I know there was no time, but I would have liked to have seen some of that, like, yeah. you know, establishing a new oh, I just did whatever or a line that's just like the regional governors will, you know, control the systems now or something, you know, some equivalent to that. Yeah, and right. Kylo seems more tyrannical and uh, yeah, uh, kind of like that Caligula figure. Caligula figure that I totally want him to him to become, which is this, like dark ruler, you know, of, yeah. of the galaxy. I totally wanted that, um, and I mean, you get the sense that it's that way in the Rise of Skywalker, yeah. especially in the opening where you see him crusading across the galaxy right. for this Phantom Emperor. This felt like a placeholder for me. Just like, all right, well, this. I mean, that, yeah. if I was yeah. going to write one, that's. I mean, that's what we would have guessed. Uh, like has gone on you know there's no real surprises there yeah um, I don't think Iron Grip would have reached the, the final crawl no, either no. because that's all over yeah. the comics if you read most of the comics it's, right. you know they've seized Iron Grip of the galaxy um, let's talk about some of the bullet points of the script I have yeah, a bunch in front of me um, so okay yeah and I have just to be clear here this is one of my favorite devices in podcasts is when uh, one party knows what's going on and the other party doesn't and I'm uh, where I belong in the ignorant side of that equation where I have not heard any of these so yeah. I will these will be fresh reactions yes. to Ben is coming at this completely fresh and yeah, he has not halfway, heard these bullet yes. I'm halfway between because I read a briefer summary Okay, so I already saw a couple of Grant's bullet points so I'm like I don't remember reading that so, so okay. it's going to be interesting I yeah. can't believe this got leaked but i'm so glad it did just because i just want more i just want yeah. more star wars always and uh this is a fun game to play yeah, so sort of I, think about what could have been. right so like i think the av club and forbes originally kind of or av club broke this story uh but obviously you appeared on reddit overnight this this script or at least the bullet points of the script mm-hmm. appeared um and uh so the they there's a on the articles you read an article from one of the uh 
from AV Club per se, uh, it's going to have these bullet points, but just a few of them where I did a right. deep dive. I got a couple real strange, obscure ones that I'll throw across, uh, throw on the table. Yeah. But um, first of all, I mean, the first bullet point that most sites list is Ray has a double-bladed blue lightsaber okay. in this film. Sure. I would love that. That I'm, makes it a lot more sense to me, right? Like, right. it's so weird how she's just a master of all melee weapons. Like, she uses Luke. yeah. she uses yeah. Luke's, I think, one movie too many. You know? Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, yes, the First Order reigns supreme. Or, sorry. Um, <laughs> that forever. was it. Yeah, well, it's First Order. It's just first Order, uh, comma, having decimated the uh, reigns. It might reigns. be reigns supreme. But reigns. I had to watch the whole thing. I couldn't even find a <laughs> thing. Um, you said watch the whole movie right then? Yeah, exactly. That's what I've been doing. <laughs> first Order reigns. You're right. I'm sorry. Not supreme. So, yes. So, so oh, you're right. Reigns. So, episode nine, Trout Stars is that the or- First Order reigns supreme. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, right. Anyway. Uh, double la- double uh, sided lightsaber. Yeah, actually, I, I, you know, at first I saw it, I went, ugh. And then I'm like, well, she does use a staff. A staff is used closer to a double yeah. bladed lightsaber than a traditional lightsaber. It would have been a nice echo to Maul, too. Like, right. you know, the, the front and the end. Like, you know, first and the last movies have him. Yeah. And, and you're, setting, and you're setting up the staff across two films. Yeah. The double bladed lightsaber is just the logical next step. Yeah. yeah. Lightsabers yeah. are just so cool. And the mythos and stuff around it are just so cool. Like, why not? I mean, I guess if they just think it's a waste of time to establish that she got a new lightsaber. Because it would be like, oh, this works now. Well, you know, but it's but, well, weird, though. Because yeah. when they introduce it in Rise of Skywalker, anyone who's seen the last two movies who are like kind of focused on it, you're like, well, she must have repaired it. Right. So your brain's still yeah. doing that same math in terms of like, she either made a new lightsaber or she repaired a lightsaber and that, she still yeah. did something to get a lightsaber yeah yeah and that sort of ends the discussion about the story by credit that Trevorrow's get got on the rise of skywalker because there's a double-bladed lightsaber in jj's script yes and in Terry's script as well as Trevorrow's yeah, script sure there's is. already overlap the story by credits you know yeah legally that, that legally, yeah uh, and there's a couple other things that pop up in that in those bullet points that i thought might have connected definitely some more yeah. overlap that's a legally bound to have story by credit yeah. um kylo ren hangs out on mustafar in this movie it's kind of where he hangs oh that's like his jam yeah that'd be so great invader's castle or just like there it makes sense yeah i think invader's castle yeah or a base, was... an extension maybe yeah probably yeah. modded the place out a little bit that'd be great if there was like a new wing on the castle <laughs> the like the kylo wing <laughs> yeah. isn't but it the... weird though to think about is is like the first time we see kylo and mustafar in ride skywalker is it the first time he's ever been mustafar because for someone who's so obsessed with his granddaddy you think he would have been to his pad once in a while right yeah Oh yeah, definitely. And right. it's weird that it got pillaged, but I guess it probably would have gotten like they they would have knocked that place down as soon as Vader died. Yeah, but there's Sith cultists sitting there, so it's, it's a whole weird thing. Right? Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I could watch a ten part mini series just on Vader's castle. Yeah. Like I don't know a worker there, that weird guy that like pulls him out of the back to tank. Mm-hmm. You know, for that meeting with Krennic, like that guy's opinion because it's like you have like. The people of Mustafar are crazy. Yeah. The castle is gorgeous, but mm-hmm. the castle itself is vast and like its architecture is just yeah. like something I want to be a part of. There's like no chairs in that whole building. Yeah. Like no one sits down. No one sits down. And then um and then you've got the ruins underneath yeah. the castle. That's and like sweet. how does that integrate with like this is like a forest tuning fork and um it's just a, it's a great you should mix. just do a prequel movie it's the sith monkey from rise of skywalker that's where he's been hanging out forever was on was the sith the, alchemist yeah <laughs> yeah sith ape the chip yeah yeah i mean or if it's like maybe that's afro maybe that's the afro movie and she's yeah, just Caesar. like it was does Caesar a deep from dive rise, from yeah the yeah. other rise but like what if what if that's like her whole thing is she yeah. just like yeah, tries yeah. to unlock all the secrets of that temple totally no that would have been red 
So so far with the first two, I'm okay. I'm All okay right. with the double slated. I'm okay with him hanging out in this yeah. far. That seems logical. Sounds fine. Right. Coruscant would have been featured heavily in this mm. film and would be the headquarters for the First Order, and you'd have Chance Chan- Chancellor <laughs> Chancellor <laughs> Hux. Chancellor Hux. Chancellor yeah. Hux. No to uh, Chancellor Hux, yeah. but all the rest of that I like. I don't know. I mean, it's probably, um, I don't know, Curse, it would, again, I would bring it And Coruscant is dilapidated and there are scavengers running around. Oh, okay, now. Yeah. Yeah. Do you yeah. like it more now? Yes, now. If it's like <laughs> I do. weird, bad post-apocalyptic <laughs> yeah, like post-apocalyptic. Yeah. And so it's just going to be, it's just going to be Blade Runner. Um, yes. No, it's going to be <laughs> Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd. Is it going to be Judge Dredd? Like from like Sylvester Stallone Judge Dredd? No. Oh, like Carl, Judge Carl Urban. Carl Urban uh, Dredd. Yeah. Judge right. Dredd. I'm on board. Um, I'm okay leaving. Again, I, I can see where he's coming from. It's this again. It's mirroring, right? Like yeah. episode one, episode nine. Coruscant, Coruscant. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I'm okay saying goodbye to Coruscant yeah. for a while. I don't need to see it again. It would have been fine if we saw it. I probably would have been yeah. excited. But, you know, don't hate it. Don't love it. Yeah. I mean, I know I'd be like giggling. Yeah. Like if I Me saw too. the, you know, the ruins of the Sith, or I mean, the um, the Jedi Temple, mm-hmm. you know, or they use some of that, or the, the old, um, like live action somehow, like, you know, tried to, I don't so, know, capture the Senate chamber. Yeah. I don't want to jump ahead too much, but we know that Colin Trevorrow's script does not feature the emperor in the same way that it does that's right episode nine right which seems weird because based on everything we're seeing so far it would have actually made more logical sense to have the emperor in this version of the script because so much is mirroring episode one which is all about the rise of palpatine i find yeah i find chancellor hux to be a long shot yeah i mean but this is it could be a possibility because we only have those two characters left after eight right We've got Kylo and we've got Hux, but Hux is such a sniveling dweeb, and you you can't see Ben Solo sharing power. It just no, unless they're well, he could figurehead. He He's like, I'm going to do this other stuff. You be you run, you know, yeah. or he'll be supreme leader, right? And Hux will be chancellor. He'll be his like number one, but he'll yeah. be a total puppet to yeah. to um, Kylo. That would be cool. I could get behind that. Sure. Well, the Emperor is is shown in the film yes in a message there's a hollow message that's this will be the next bullet point i guess uh there's a hollow message really fight hard against this one but let's why don't we get there why don't you just do it right now sure there's a there's a so kylo ren on mustafar discovers a hollow message that was meant for darth vader okay but he listens to the hollow message and it leads him to uh a sith sanctuary and palpatine's old teacher known as tor valum Tor Valum? That's his name. And it's described as a Lovecraftian creature. <laughs> like a horror? Yeah. Yes. A I, I like horror. that. I'm okay with that. Yeah. That's not what I'm going to fight against. <laughs> so in the reading I read, this, the thing he left to Vader was basically a last will and testament saying, if Luke kills me, do X, Y, and Z. Okay. Right. The contingency, basically. Boo, 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 frickin' boo. Because Palpatine, Palpatine would never... Never would have done that. Yeah. Palpatine... Was so egotistical, he never thought he was going to die, which is actually kind of why I love episode nine, because he doesn't. He because still he does lives it. through. Yeah. And he's still through the entirety of that film of episode nine, still is so cocky and thinks he's going to win and then loses yeah. right at the end. And I love that because that's Palpatine. The fact that Palpatine would take a time saying, well, if I do die, because that thought that's never occurred never, to that man. Yeah. It would never be a occurred. trap. If you if like Vader read that, he'd yeah. be like, that's not that. Yeah, so that's the first thing that I push back But it could be that. a Will and so Testament not... where he's like, in the incident where I've died, do nope. this. Because there's this no order. incident in his well, mind where he dies. You know, we're devil's advocate again. Yeah, please. Aftermath, I mean, the whole Operation Cinder yeah, is I in case he dies. hate that too. 
for that reason. But it is unprecedented. But, but here's the thing. It wasn't. Because if you look back at it now, which, again, you could try to do this as well, but this requires, the script requires Palpatine to return at the end because you could argue that Palpatine's contingency plan wasn't actually a contingency plan. The contingency plan was... If I'm immobilized, yeah. not if I die, because I can't die, but if it takes me a while for Sith cloners to bring me back and to do the yada, 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 right. yada here's what you do. And also, like, Clear I lost the, power, because he could believe maybe he would lose power. We're just going to kill clear everyone. Clear the board, right? Yeah. Was his, like, you know, clear the board. And now it, so makes, try again. it makes a lot more sense, because what he's doing is he's eliminating any future obstacles right. for, for himself. Like, okay, they can, you know, the New Republic can arm themselves and do whatever they want, even though they probably won't, because they'll be obsessed yeah. with democracy. And then the, you know, but like they don't, he doesn't yeah. want another rogue empire to have to compete with yeah. um, when he comes back. So you could fix this fix. I hate saying that. You could, you could, there's certain things you could do with this, with this script where you could just say him say, um, very similarly, right? He could be like, while I'm incapacitated, Vader, do X, Y, and Z. Right. Like I'm going to be back, but while I'm waiting, do this. Or it could have been, he could have foreseen there's a possibility that Vader could have turned on him. Yeah. And he could have set this up, as you kind of mentioned, as a trap for Vader. Yeah. Which would have been interesting. That would have been interesting, too. Yeah, I, uh, I think, I mean, I, I would have been interested in this. I really, I am I, I love Rise yes. of Skywalker. But yeah. I, it, before this, I really didn't want the Emperor to come back. Me either. I just, because yeah. I didn't want to invalidate what, you know, Luke and Anakin right. got. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Especially Darth Vader's arc. I mean, yeah, he took yeah, out yeah. Emperor Palpatine. That's kind of set in stone. Well, yes, I still kind of love it now because now it becomes a small sacrifice for a big reason. Yeah. He saved his son. He didn't save a galaxy. He saved his son, which right. I think is actually he saved beautiful. The son. the son saved the father in the act. Yeah, and I mean, and they they cut the the emperor down to pay. I mean, yeah, like a exactly. pretty serious pay. But let's talk about Cthulhu because I do yeah. like the Cthulhu like monster. <laughs> Me too. I really like this idea. I love yeah. that Palpatine, like the I, kind of origin of Palpatine's dark powers, yes. are this 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 you know, Lovecraftian for, horror of some kind. Yeah. For for full uh, for full uh, transparency, I live in Providence and I'm currently reading through the collected works of H.P. Lovecraft. <laughs> so there might be a reason why I'm very yeah, much yeah, into yeah, it. Really By the way, I also realize H.P. Lovecraft was a horrible, horrible bigot racist. and really a problematic <laughs> person. But there's this really great collected works written yeah. and the four is written by um, Neil Gaiman and so it talks a lot about the historical purpose of this and it's Mm. annotated and a lot of the annotations talk about like the the larger social issues that he's writing about so it does not give him a pass at all and I'm really enjoying it so I can can super fun to read the the letters between Robert E. Howard and um, H.P. Lovecraft as well they were pen pals for a while while they were writing works yeah yeah so i'm really into having a a cthulhu like yeah, monster I would have loved or an, an old god monster in the middle of my star wars movie yeah which is kind of like kanan jarris had his guy um on that planet and sorry for the oh yeah, yeah. Played, nouns, but you know who i'm talking about yeah yeah right. played by one of the doctor who's i can't think of which one it was oh, but yeah you're right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, but so like a dark side bendu yeah would be i mean and like that yeah. being his yeah. font of power that needed, would be amazing needed. Yeah. yeah, we have Purgles, we have the Bendu. Like, give us the dark side creature yeah, that we've exactly. yeah. seen yet. I mean, so as much as I love it, um, I do feel like suddenly having a giant dark side, um, like Cthulhu or like <laughs> like a uh, I'm trying to think what they call them in uh, Suma Verminoth. Suma Verminoth. That's in the vacuum of space. Though. Yeah, yeah. Or what do they call them in? Uh, not far or, off, or, or, right? Like a, like a Sith kaiju. Yeah. In the middle of like, <laughs> yeah, in that's kind of awesome. In the middle, it's kind of <laughs> awesome. In the middle of my Star Wars movie in Episode Nine, it might be like, what's happening now? 
as opposed to like do this in a cartoon like this would have yeah. been amazing right. in whatever the next uh, year that's, I don't know, that's fair on the big screen it just like <laughs> yeah face you like, seen it in IMAX you don't want the Cthulhu in IMAX I don't know that's like I don't know how it I think you do I no I really don't I I there's like there's, with the lightning I'm imagining like the Godzilla with a lightsaber <laughs> All right, but let's. That's not where I'm going. Maybe a lightsaber. I well, don't know. when you said kaiju, for sure. But yeah, 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 I just kind of feel like there's this. This is how alternate universes create, right? They're split yeah. because if this got made, Adam and Universe One would have hated it, and Adam and Universe Two would have loved it because there's an equal chance that flip of a coin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over us feeling that day would be like that was amazing versus that's garbage. So I don't know. Okay, well, so let's keep going. Well, yeah. So there's other dark side beings in mm-hmm. this storyline, and one's. <laughs> It's weirdly named Solony, and I don't really know what that means. Oh, I, I feel like that was a placeholder, placeholder name as well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, supposedly, what was the visual description for this? It uh, looked like a, dro- a droid that looks like uh, Darth Maul. Okay. I can't even visualize it. I don't know that. what that means. Yeah, <laughs> I don't Again, know what that means either. It's I mean, a droid with horns. Yeah, I mean, right. yeah, it's a droid. That, I mean, it is what it sounds like, but I don't know what that would be. But <laughs> is there tattooing? Like, is there a coloration know. that's like all, you know, it's at this. I'm, color I think it's it? bad. I think it's a droid with horns for yeah maybe whatever spider legs. better or worse all right um <sighs> so that this character apparently this character is one of the main villains of the storyline that goes all at the end with uh the kylo but let's go back to kylo uh let's go back to the the the, the original crew of ray finn and poe and what they're doing in this movie and it looks like they hijack a star destroyer early on in the yes film. yes I wanted that. <laughs> but, but I it's also so not not to like no we won't yeah, we, we talked a bit about it in the last session but it's ray finn poe and Rose, yes. Rose is featured heavily, heavily in this. In this you need Rose to hijack that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, um, Rose actually has a great arc in this. Uh, we'll get we'll get to a beat. Uh, yeah, Rose beat I at some point. Love that plot though. I mean, that's love that's what that they plot. should be doing. Like really that's love I love the gang. I do love episode nine. I do love how much that movie is the is is the gang together. That's what I wanted. I'm glad we got it. Yeah. And this bumps me out a little because it's minus. Ray. But taking a Star Destroyer seems it's a fun like such thing. a smart move. Yeah. Such yeah. a smart tactic. Yeah. Such a gambit and then yeah. but just like visually, like it's yeah. like how do you it's like taking over a city. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It really yeah. is. Well we uh, saw it in the Star Wars main run comic. We did, yeah. And that's that might be why they yeah. they wanted to pass on it. But Worth yeah. seeing on the big screen. The, so the five people in that theater who read that comic might have noticed right, it, and the right. other seventy-eight would have been like, "That's amazing." So yes, I think why they, haven't I yeah. seen this before? So jumping back to Kylo, it seems that Luke does indeed haunt Kylo. Love in this that. Film. I do love that. So well, I really wanted in to the see that. On Mustafar. Yeah, wow. that's pretty cool. Yeah, there's a line too. Is there? Did you get the line? I can't remember what the line was. It was something like. I can't remember. Like this is what like a Sith gets. Everything goes to dust. That's something right. Like that. There's like, a beautiful like, line. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, your like, tomb like, turns to dust. Or something, something with like tomb that. And it dust is very and, like, yeah. haha. Like, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. You're Making just gonna die in your mm-hmm. tomb, turn to dust because it's the castle is just this vestige yeah. of a fallen empire. Yeah. yeah, it's really really sad and yeah. dark and really fun. Like I, this is the yeah. Luke I wanted. Yeah. Really, yeah. I wanted yeah. this. Interesting force. Just ragging on Luke. You're such a loser. Kind of, yeah. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. And it's, Look at you worship these losers, you it's loser. It's almost like an inverted Master Apprentice like, I, uh, yeah. scenario. I mean, I go back and listen to whatever. I really, really wanted this <laughs> yeah. from episode nine. I kept harping on I wanted Luke to literally haunt <laughs> Kylo. And I think Colin almost gave it to us. That's really... I mean, yeah. If anything in the script, I think that's probably my favorite idea. Again, this is not we want this instead yeah. of what we got. It's just interesting to talk about the path not taken. Yeah. yeah. 
Because we'd be sitting here, too. and in yeah. alternate reality, we'd have been sitting here talking about what we loved and didn't love about it, and then talking about uh, talking about JJ's script about it. like that would have been amazing. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, so back to Rose. She does get captured and tortured in this film, and plays that kind of central hero that's you know being saved. Mm. Oh, okay. Uh, so she has a major kind of right. role in the story. Yep. Um. Yeah, and that's I just Rose needed a lot more screen time. Yeah. I thought, uh, especially because of what Ryan did with the character. Yep. Um, and that's the thing coming out now is apparently the, the C the CGI didn't work with Leia as well as they thought so they cut a ton of stuff with Rose but like excuses uh, excuses and I don't right, know if I right, buy right. that because if you have all the money in the world you can make it work yeah, yeah. and there's um, so the battle between the resistance and the first order is just you know raging raging in this movie there's yeah. some battles there's skirmishes all over the galaxy in this film yeah. and you really do feel that um, I do kind of like in Rise of Skywalker that there's still ragtag in hiding yeah. looking for a fleet I kind of like that as opposed to them being we've they've Instantly within a movie back. they've with the time jump they could do that though they could but it's so much off screen right where you're just kind of like well, okay cool yeah. like I guess they got it I guess they got their group I think back you like again. introduce General uh, Calrissian early and like yeah. he was the one that sort of engineered all together. half yeah. their forces his yeah. droid command force love it yeah. so Kylo goes on this hunt for Sith Holocron in this right. film much like the way oh, Kylo does, yeah, yep. Kylo so does go. There you go. There's a little piece for a Sith holocron or, or for the Bendit or for a Sith holocron, not a Wayfinder. A so has he found this character? I believe, and then Solony, that guy tells him to go get the. I think Solani is a sort of proxy master, this droid type oh character. God, yeah. I believe is some sort of proxy master to Kylo, finding this Sith holocron and embracing the dark side fully. And his motivation in this story is huh. to kill Ray to become fully dark. He right. believes so he has to, to kill Ray. Your fear. Yeah. He has to kill Ray to become a full-on darksider. At this so point. I'm bumping up against this again because I don't buy that after episode eight, Kylo's the type of person that goes, let me go find a couple of more masters. I like Kylo right, in episode right. nine who's still like, oh, let me go find this emperor dude and kill him. Like, right, like, right. Because I feel like he's so, he's that young, cocky, he's his father's son. <laughs> Where he's just like, I yeah, got it. This guy told me what to do. He's lying to me. You know what? I do love yeah. my grandfather. I'm going to put this helmet on. I'm going to follow his path. And I don't need anyone to tell me what I'm going to do. Yeah. But devil's advocate. <clears throat> yeah. Um, that's why the, the Tor Valum or the Cthul- is a Cthulhu creature. And that's why the, the other yeah. Darksider is a droid. Because you still have all the agencies with Kylo. Right. Like, you have a giant but creature and you have a droid. One is just a font of power. The other yeah. one's an assistant. Yeah. And the dark really... side works in, you know, mischievous right. ways. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's sort of... You yeah. can do it. You can, can do it. It's still his He's not serving them. He's using them. Totally. Right. Right. Yeah. right. He's still cocky and saying, I can get my yeah. own. Right. Okay. And he's which unlocking, similar, he's unlocking the full, all the secrets which, of the dark side. To, right. to devil advocate myself, yeah. it's not a thing, uh, which is also similar to what Vader was doing with the Emperor in Empire Strikes Back, right? This idea of, like, you and I can... I'm following my my master's orders, but really I'm plotting and scheming against right. him scheming against him so. and right. which is way Sidious would always want yeah. to. Right, and fair enough. Kylo schemed against Snoke and won out and so yeah, we're ready to did. see him you know win yeah. out with the other people deceive other people yeah, anyway. deceive other people like Han Solo would mm. deceive a crime yeah, yeah. lord or something alright like um, right, I'm back you're back okay cool um, but I mean, The Rise of Skywalker is a phenomenal <laughs> film I'm not, I'm not gonna <laughs> well, say this is again yeah, this yeah. is not a competition not a dig against The Rise of Skywalker uh, so um, let's just go jump to like some of the bigger stuff here uh, so the Ray's, let's get to Ray's parentage in yeah. this movie. Uh, so Kylo reveals to Ray that he killed her parents. Okay. That is kind of the fundamental truth in this film. When did he kill her parents? Some point. Maybe the rainstorm where you see them in the flashback in The Force Awakens. I would think that probably the best place to I mean, he would have to have been like 10. 
or 13 when he killed her parents. He looks like a young, you know, Knight of Ren. Well, it could have been after, right? It could have been, oh, they, they yeah, could have yeah. still abandoned Ray right. wherever, and then he could have killed them for whatever reason why, which yeah. we'll get to. I think they say mm-hmm. why, but like, you know, that that's fine. This is kind of a, one of the biggest first, to me, departures between the two scripts, because much of the scripts are very, very different. Yeah. The character motivations haven't changed right. all that much between, between these two movies. But at that point now, you have Ray who... Ben killed his father, which is really bad for Ray. But Ray's also like, there's still hope. And this is also a guy. It's kind of like similar to Luke. Like, I met this dude. I met Han Solo half an hour ago. And yeah. he helped me. And now he's dead. And that sucks. But, like, this guy, like, as opposed to, like, you killed my parents? Like, that's harder to come back from. Right. So that's a pretty big divergence there between those two characters. So uh, Ray and Kylo have a lightsaber fight on Mortis in this film. Mortis? Yes. Okay. Sure. <laughs> How'd they get to... Okay, sure. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean... the relic hunting, nice, things like that. Yeah, I mean, Mortis would be a nice like tie-in. So we got... Live-action Mortis? So we got Coruscant, Mustafar, and Mortis. Mortis. Yeah. Can you say fan, fan, <laughs> fan service? Like, yeah. you can only do yeah. so many of those before you're I know. Like, Yavin Yavin next, now? maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I totally want a Yavin in... Yeah, me too. Uh, like, <laughs> give me Yavin in the temple. Uh... So Kylo gets injured when he does find the Sith holocron. It he does get injured further. He gets his, his he gets another scar on his face from this lightning that, uh, that strikes his face. This red okay. lightning. And I guess he gets you know heavily damaged. But uh, when he does commune with Ray via that Force Skype mm-hmm. for like the first time in the film, I believe it heals a little bit, and Ray represents the light mm-hmm. and kind of heals uh, okay. him a little bit from right. the dark side that he's okay. further, he's going down deeper and deeper into. So we yeah. see a little bit of connection there between the two yeah. movies. You see that she represents the light side of him in a weird okay. way. Like she can bring him back. She's probably the only thing so, that can bring him back. So they're force skyping in this movie too. Yes, I, I mean, yeah. yeah, I think so. I mean, I think you have to in either. Yeah. In whatever script you're going to have, you can't introduce that power in Act Two and then not. Well, use Snow it in some said way. it was his. And but after, yeah, he, I guess that's true, right? You could have just argued right. that way, yeah. And so I did find find one bullet point on. A, another random site where it said you know after he does get injured he gets uh, i guess cared for by these like indigenous creatures or something okay and he finds sympathy sympathy in these in that these wild creatures would just help you him. know heal him oh yeah. that's kind of nice it's and like so a the play return, on the, so you start to feel an arc towards return or redemption at that point in the film huh and i believe the four skypes around that time as well okay not too sure yeah it's kind of like i don't love it but it's fine yeah. I, I get it from yeah. a, from a screenwriting standpoint uh, i get it I mean that. Yeah, I see what they're doing. There. I just be mentioned that because the when indigenous I re- population saves like another yeah, person, and I, saves I, a soul. Instead. I thought that was a fun beat, so I, I wrote that yeah. down. Yeah, there's yeah, so many. There's about, so yeah. many. I went. There's so many. I just you know was rifling through, and that was. I thought that was a good one. Yeah, um, three hour podcast so, length of the movie. Yeah, I guess uh, at some point in the film, uh, Kylo and Ray have this climactic battle with the Solony character, this the droid that was described earlier, and. Yeah. Um, and Ren, Kylo, Kylo uh, sacrifices himself to kill the droid, but and then he also is fatally injured in that fight. And then he, huh. in that moment, tells Ray her name. And uh, I guess the name is Ray Solana, and I don't know what that means. But I don't know if the whole theme of the movie was like kind of clinging to your name or like clinging to your lineage, or if you if you can in any way find right. like, like Watchmen to a degree, like getting back in touch with the history of your family and, and you right. know, connecting all those branches again. And really, you know, understanding where you come from in a weird way. I, I don't know if that was the theme of the film, but that whole like the name drop. That's what that. That's what I thought. Yeah. Know, just that was my. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I just think I'm just trying to think of like if I was sitting in a theater, and they're like, 
I'm dying. Your name is yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jones. I'd be like, who? Like, like yeah. I, I just, I get that. Yeah. And I feel like in a book that might be meaningful. In a movie, like to name drop something that we've never heard before. And I love the idea that Ray is nobody. But like, yeah. but like you can't do, you've already done that reveal. You can't double down. I'd be like, your name, you're really nobody because your last name is this person. Go yeah. find your parents. Oh, I'm dead. Like, yeah. it's just like, it's not to me very compelling storytelling that's why i think they didn't go ahead with the script they didn't green light the script because yeah. i feel like ren like kylo just telling her name when he dies although he killed her like he severed her from her fa- family right and then he and then connects in his family. death tells her her name so she can reconnect right. to the lineage so of some kind yeah that's, like, that's so what skywalker so but not yeah. as interesting as some of the larger films present in the rise it's, of skywalker it's big, so that's why i think yeah, yeah it's a cute story but it's like that's not yeah. a finale well, film I, that, this to me feels like the fatal flaw yeah the reveal is just i killed your parents like like that's the reveal not like no i'm your father no you're so right. i killed your parents yeah. I love that. And then that breaks their bond. Like that right there is yeah, her having right. a struggle with the fact that I still try to save this person that killed the thing I've been searching for for two films. Not, that's right. great. Not your name is solid. Because he could have right. redeemed himself. Yeah. Fully gone to the light side. And then when she tries to save her or something, he's like, no, I killed your parents. Like, yeah. don't save me. Like, so, yeah. as, as in knowing the, the history that he never told her. Scripts get doctored. Scripts get moved. That. Like, you still, yeah. at this point, you just drop There's that part. Much you move that down there. It works. Yeah, like, right. it's, yeah. There's not much to work with there. Like, they needed context to make the climax like climactic like they had to bring in you know they had to connect ray to all the jedi that came before and they had to connect um you know like then she's just a jedi with her own personal voyage that she's on Mm -hmm. and then she discovers this about herself and like great then she gets to live happily ever after but her parents are dead and she gets like it doesn't it doesn't matter like she's in so she's doubled down on being an orphan. I mean, you could play the same thing with the Skywalkers and have them be like pseudo parents for her, you know, or, you know, foster parents in a way. And she develops there. How is this the end of the Skywalker saga? Right. This, this script. Not, yeah. How is the script the end of the Skywalker That's what saga? I mean. Like, I love the idea of Ray's no one. I, again, listen to the last 103 yeah, yeah. episodes. I've been championing that idea. Yeah. Well, you think that Ray, that Ray name, uh, I, I tried to get through a second ago, which I have no idea what the meaning is. I feel like that was a placeholder name for, hey, let's figure out what who the next Luke Skywalker is and what's yeah. Ray's last name and yeah. really set us up in a marketable, you know, uh, brand promoting sure. way that's that's really But again, s- then you have ups- then that allows you to write episode ten and episode eleven, episode yeah. twelve, because there's no end to it. Like like the, the I flaws... think you had to come up with Skywalker. You had to come up with the next Skywalker and they just couldn't do it. And they basically yeah. went with a script that was a little safer that was like, Oh, she's a Palpatine. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. why I think I think Trevorrow's script was setting up a next trilogy basically of of this is the new uh, skywalker. I see, I see. yeah like, no i, I think you're right yeah, i think someone knows the new skywalker. that's a good point yeah, i yeah. feel like if they if this was what they wanted to go with there would have been episodes you know 10 11 12 and then 13 14 15 right. and then 16 17 18 and we would have been dead yeah, there and i can episodes see episodes 30 30 and 31 and even though someone right. doesn't roll off the tongue very nice it's like i do see like sun in there i see like someone alone like i Associate with I hear alone. sullen. I do see. I do. I do kind of understand sullen woman. The, yeah, the the, the 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 symbolism. Yeah, I get it. I feel like though, if they kept they kept advertising this as the end of the Skywalker yeah, saga, that totally. was their big thing. This 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 script is not. Well, the that. marketing had to go in some direction, some angle angle. To That's it. a good point. Chicken red. There's, right. There's really a lot of moving parts. It has to yeah. also match up with the comics. Yep. Certain sensibilities in the Rise of Skywalker match up with the comics. The in hiding, the nature of being in hiding, and searching for fleets, and yeah, really yeah. just yeah. Uh, cool. So. There's a uh, let's talk about quickly. We'll talk about the old Jedi Masters who we know and love, which is uh you know Luke, Obi Wan, Yoda are in this movie. Mm-hmm. They wow. appear as ghosts. Oh, uh, three different ghosts. Yeah, 
who tried to cajole uh, Kylo to return to the light side. Okay. Oh. Yeah. And so they're just heckling Kylo into coming back. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I like that that's not in there weirdly now because I feel like we spent the last two movies with, with people heckling him. Yeah, his father heckles right. him. His uncle heckles him. It's so much I, more powerful that his his father is heckling him. It's but it's his own negative. It's his self-talk. own. He does yeah. it to himself yeah. at the end. I kind of like that story. Don't get me wrong. If you showed me those three characters as Force Ghosts in the in the movie, I would have cried all of the tears ever and loved it. But like, I kind of like the fact that we only get the voices in Episode Nine. As much as I, that I bumped up against that part of me, kind of loves that. Like, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna pull back a little bit here for a second. We're not gonna go in your face with this. Like we're gonna show you. That was you everything. such a cool scene too, as she like shoots up through yeah. the stars. Yeah, totally. That was such a great thing. And then you're just like in the void Do of you... the galaxy, and then she's hearing, she's connected. I, I like very instant. I I will always have a connection to that scene because I always think what was going through my brain in the theater the first time I watched that. Because I remember that happening. I'm going. Oh my god, are we gonna see Jedi faces and constellations? <laughs> yeah, like see see Please don't do that. Please don't do that. And then when they did voices, I'm like, oh thank you. And then I was like, yeah. oh, we didn't get to see him. And I'm like, oh thank you. Like so yeah, I had this yeah. very like my brain was going over cranking at that moment of right. like, yeah. You're like, like, is Hayden about to appear? Yeah, you're worried a little bit. A little bit. I was like, I was like half worried, <laughs> half excited. And so like when they gave me, yeah. they kind of split the middle, be like, no, but you'll hear him. I'm yeah. like, okay, all right, good. <laughs> cool. Yeah. That was a much safer thing. Yeah. You know there's a version out there where they're like, do we just kind of like yeah. dissolve a face in? Yeah, there was a lot yeah. of discussion, I'm sure, about that. So I like so that. you have any idea who these people are and then like, you know. I am so glad we did not see Yoda in episode nine. Well, yeah. it was sort of like the amplified Obi-Wan speaking to Luke in the cockpit yeah. of the X-Wing. Yeah. Death Star. It's kind of a homage to uh, it was, uh, in Yoda's, Galaxy callback. Yeah. Yoda so in episode eight is like the perfect cap to yeah. that character. Yes. Oh, it's so good. I love that. Uh, like, the, like that is my favorite Yoda moment in all yeah. the movies. Which is I'm like, a guy who bumps up that? against episode eight, but the Yoda moment yeah, the, oh, every, sweeps me away. No matter what you feel about yeah. episode eight, whether you loved it, hate it, like that moment is a moment that there's there's agreement across the yeah. galaxy of like that is a perfect moment. <laughs> perfect yeah. moment. Star, a perfect Star Wars moment. And like to, for that character who's had so much time to be like, that is your end. Like to me, like that is like for me saying goodbye to Yoda, that's perfect. Like that's yeah. what I want. Yeah. And it didn't move the, the story along. Yeah. It was yeah. a great sequel appearance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I still totally literally t- tear up every time I hear young skywalker every time i hear young skywalker i honestly start tearing up <laughs> i'm just surprised how long that scene is when i go yeah, back and watch yeah, that yeah, film yeah, i'm yeah. like this is a really yes. long yoda scene here in the middle of this film and i love it i yeah. still also like that's another moment i will always remember my reaction at the theater like when they pan and you just see him like that's such a yeah. great reveal of yoda yeah. you, you see just, him over the shoulder oh, over the, the shoulder, shoulder and i'm like focus and you're like, like i, I like know who kid, that is i felt like a kid again like yeah. that those yeah. moments in star wars that make me feel like a 10 year old kid again is like amazing i jumped out of my seat and like you know like grabbed my wife up until that point i was so stoically watching that film because it was so throwing me for loops left and right that i did not know how to take that film yeah and i didn't know what i was experiencing i could not figure my emotions but the second you see yoda i'm like yeah like i'm like i like all is good yeah yeah it's really that was it it's a good movie. I mean, I just, it's a good movie, man. It's I an agree. interesting agree, little buddy. adventure in the middle of this thing. And it's yeah. new age Star Wars, man, doing I, some cool stuff. And I think yeah. Rise of Skywalker is equally as sort of quirky I, and fun. You know, we're going to, we've talked about when, when Rise of Skywalker comes out on uh, streaming or, or to download, we'll, yeah. we'll kind of do a revisit of the first two. But I did, Carly and I did watch um, 
the the uh, Last Jedi randomly like two days after we saw Rise of Skywalker. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we didn't get around to that because Carly was just like she couldn't watch it because she gets so angry at Poe. Poe right. is. And we that, talked about this last week, film. so it's not... and that, but like, but like I, yeah, I so, like yeah. that movie so compliments and i get so annoyed at reading the think pieces about how the rise of skywalker undoes everything the last jedi and i feel like that's people who saw that movie through three years ago two yeah. years ago and watch this movie and in fact it enhances it like oh, yeah. the, just watch the scene between luke and leia saying goodbye after watching rise of skywalker great yeah and it's amazing like right. it it for it, it sets up everything that happens in Rise yeah. of Skywalker. No, that, that argument that's like where they think that it's some sort of like call and response, like or and him sort of negging stuff that happened or JJ negging stuff that happened in eight is that's written by people that have only read other people writing about yeah. these films. Like yeah. they haven't watched them with their own eyes because yeah. when you see it, you're like, oh no, he married the two movies perfectly. I think so. Yeah. And it in one enhances the other. Like they they both give each yeah. other more gravitas. And ben, really what if cool. I told you in Trevorrow's <laughs> duel, duel of the Fates? Oh man, you're gonna make me. Ray gets into a drinking contest with aliens. Right. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm on board with that. That's I a good like quirky that I like. I like All right, that. can we start a petition like they did with episode eight to be like, make this movie? No, <laughs> I kind of just for That's that scene. kind of amazing. Uh, can we? Yeah, can we just poach that idea and like yeah. can we use just, that? We'll just insert can it. Can we into... just do that in her next journey? Yeah, after? like you know what, Trevor would be a great like if they do episode ten. He would be a great guy for that. That's a good point. I after reading the script because I was low on Trevor O because I hate the I hate Jurassic, Jurassic World. World. Right, right, and like he's not done great things. This and tells me he knows Star Wars. He can Wars, write a Star Wars. He can movie. write a Star, Wars, a Star, Wars, Star movie. Wars movie. Yeah. Let's see what else is here. We got uh, Ray and Poe enlist an astromancer to help them find the ancient Jedi chamber chamber on Osis to send out a astromancer distress signal to the galaxy. Is or that one who signal, can conjure stars? Yeah, a necromancer is a person who <laughs> brings <laughs> back. So an astromancer brings back dead stars. What does it do? What, what I don't know. No, that's all I got. That's the bullet point. All right, I, I like it. It sounds very Star Warsy. I'm kind astromancer is a gold star that's in the Trevorrow yeah. column. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. great. I'm into that. Yeah, there's uh, some quirky. There's a really thing. fun beat, I guess, towards the end of the film. I guess when the Resistance have won, where Poe gives Finn a, a giant Resistance flag to wave. Oh, cool. And uh, yeah. I love that beat for for. For Finn, who was, was yeah. you know, started as a stormtrooper, yeah. Yeah, 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 I like it. Sure, um, that works. So I love it. Yeah. In that final battle where Kylo dies, uh, Ray is also gravely injured, and she thinks she is. Well, she she seems to be near death, and she does have a near death experience, and that's where she sees Yoda. I guess I read in this bullet point. Yeah, and Yoda really, you know, huh? Uh, Should have been Kenobi. Breaks it down. Well, yeah, I think Yoda affirms that she's a Jedi at that point. Okay, and that's kind of the affirmation that you are the Jedi. That's pretty cool from him for you know nine hundred, especially because of the Last Jedi and what that did with Luke and Yoda. Seeing maybe a different side of Yoda at that would that be a different like? I don't think that works in two thousand writing. I don't think an old man telling a woman that she is something. (laughs) Oh, you mean Ben? No, or you mean Yoda? You're right. You're totally right. I think I think Yoda's not an old man. He's an old man. He's he's an old. (laughs) He's He's an old creature. He's an old creature who's masculine. Who presents yeah, as male. He's meant to represent the unknown. Okay. To, to be fair. Guys, come on. Okay. okay. So, he's so, a, he, but he's the he's grand Frank master Oz. that's knighted yeah, okay. every right. Jedi Knight for 900 years. 2019, I don't know if it works as well as, of not just that, like, because in this thing at the end of The Rise of Skywalker, they're not saying, like, you are a Jedi. They're saying you are all of the Jedi, which is already mm-hmm. confirming that she is a Jedi. Right. She like, knows she's a Jedi, but you have all of this with, well, we're with you, yeah, right? You're totally right. We're with you. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds similar no, to you're another. totally right. 
it's, with her. It's a wasted beat because yeah, yeah that's just, that's supposed to be taken. You know, that's already supposed to be taken. Yeah, you know, for fact. At that Again, point. this is not. It's not like that makes it dead on arrival or ruins it. But I'm guessing that would have been punched up in a rewrite. What Yoda would have said to her, but I, I could see this causing some problems in terms of them not going with the script and being like, "No, really? thank you," well, because it's or what, what is no. this at the end? You're getting only Yoda's the gatekeeper of being a Jedi at that point. I don't think that's an issue. I think the issue is how Colin would react to that note. That's always the uh, issue, right? Because like maybe Kathleen said, "Yeah, I don't really like that because what I just said." And he's just like, "No, this is how it has to do." And they're like, "Okay, no, bye." You know, not to say that it actually happened, but yeah. you know, we've heard rumors about Colin Trevorrow's behavior on set. That he's a bit tyrannical. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it might, I, I always think that the reason why people get fired from Star Wars is because they don't play nice with other people. That would that would be enough, and that would that would be the why. Be, yeah, if we don't see him actually do a Star Wars movie, that's probably because nothing in the script says to me fire him. Right, no. nothing in the script says it's not workable. It like, says you could to move me things like around. it's not the last, it's not Episode Nine, Mm-mm. but it would be a good Star Wars movie, and like we could work with you again in the future. But there's eighty percent in there that works. To me, there's 80% that you could fix 20% with another screenwriter to yeah, make yeah. it more of the Skywalker. And that's the exactly Skywalker what they did. They did hire another screenwriter to come in and, yeah. and touch it up and after that. I'm guessing he threw a bit of a fit. Would be my guess. Is My guess awesome. is he probably... Cause, because other people will play that game, right? Mm-hmm. And, and just, We're speculating. We, we are 100... Yeah, yeah. speculating. Also, contrary yeah, none of these, sue me. Oh, by uh, the way, none of, none don't, of these don't sue rumors, me, I'm speculating. Uh, none of these... This, bullet, this uh, leaked script uh, hasn't been confirmed mm-hmm. by Trevaro this or Lucasfilm. Fantasy. Uh, but you're pretty sure this is... It's from good sources. I mean, some of the major trades have been circulating this news. Right, this so script. it came off of a Reddit... Uh, thread that's been notoriously uh, reliable in terms of like leaking a lot of things it's early that are really right. The trades to me tell me that it's more legitimate if the trades are picking it up. And then and then and then I think it was um, slash film. No, which what what was it on? AV Club, AV Club Esquire, Forbes. Yeah. Who Polygon. could not obviously? Oh, those are usual suspects. But yeah. so AV Club said that like Trevorrow and Lucasfilm couldn't be reached for comment. No right. doy. Like they're not going to talk yeah. about it. But they they had a third person independently confirmed this as well within an anonymous source again anonymous who knows but the fact uh, that they're but they're willing to go with it means that they probably know the, who this person is and they trust that sourcing so it's yeah i would or say it's lying. like or they're lying but like <laughs> i'm i'm in a big fan yeah. of in 2020 of trusting media <laughs> because of because right. of issues of not trusting the media and where that's gotten us before yeah um i'm gonna say it's probably i would say 90 percent. i would go 90 percent if i'm gonna put a percentage on the possibility that this is true all right yeah, I mean, I'm sure it was you know in flux, and this is probably oh, this is not one, one this is not the, the shooting script. script. Yeah, this, this is, is just one draft yeah, yeah, of the script. Yeah. This is maybe you know your yeah, but again, it works. Like there's stuff in here. I yeah. I don't think it, to me it doesn't feel like the end of a saga. It feels like like Ben said, like episode yeah. nine and a twelve episode, fifteen episode, yada episode saga. It needs a more grand finale, but it's not. It's not so flawed that there, there's a lot in there that I would love to have seen, and I would I could have yeah. totally worked in this movie. Oh yeah. I love the I love the Chuchulu creature, the dark side mm-hmm. creatures. Mm-hmm. Like more dark side lore, more light side lore. I mean, there's a lot of stuff to like there. Yeah, and uh, the Death Star. I mean, uh, taking over a Star Destroyer. <laughs> if yeah. you're gonna like, you know, that's that's, that's a, a great mission. One, not one, but another point of thing here. I love Rise of Skywalker. The fact that they just gave every single Star Destroyer their own Death Star. Yeah, is a little like. I get it, but also like, okay, so we have another planet killer. Like that's apparently what Star Wars is all about. Yeah. I didn't bump up against so much of Star Killer base. This does not have that. I mean, yeah. this has a giant Cthulhu Sith monster, but hey, that's something we haven't seen before. Yeah, right. I mean, but this... also dire and big right. and and ominous. 
Yeah, I mean the the deaths, you know, the planet killing weapons on all the star destroyers. I mean, was a natural progression. I, I guess. Yeah, you it makes say. it works after episode I'm, eight. I'm, I'm and... more hated the way it looked, like visually. Yeah. It looks. Not, not. It looks interesting. Star killer. It, yeah, it looks like, like my dog pre-surgery. Yeah, that's kind of what I. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it looks like. Yeah, and uh, I'm like, ah, that's what I, you know. Yeah. Okay. Then you yeah. don't see many shots of that happening, and you don't see it at scale because no. it would look yes. ridiculous. Thank God I didn't have to like extend from the ship because yeah, then it would have been real bad. <laughs> in my mind, in my head cannon, it does like it comes out of the launch bay and then like extends. <laughs> I know. Well, I don't think we ever get the wide of it to intaking the sun energy, right? Like, do we ever get that? We, I know because it's, it's not. It's not. Oh, it's, yeah, it's it's because um, it's not Star Killer technology. It's it's, it's a different Death technology. Star, so it's based on Kyber. They pistons. don't. They those don't absorb. It's not like Star Killer. Star Killer was its own thing. The Star Killer took in which base are we Death talking star. about? Right now? We're, oh, talking we're talking about, about the, the Star Destroyers. Oh, the Star Destroyers. Yeah. I'm talking about the visual <laughs> cannons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very. And yeah. I mean, like, we should come out like extend maybe. <laughs> Or maybe underbelly. The underbelly cannons. Yeah. Well, that's an interesting. I wasn't gonna. Yeah, I'd mention right. any physical analysis. We'll end that, that, those visuals right now. Um, let's jump to, I'll just jump to some quick bullet points here. Uh, so yeah. Ray kills a Knight of Ren with lightning in this script. Oh, I yeah, like that. I like that. And also you can see where J.J. probably read that one. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I wonder if he's like, lightning? Who do we know who uses lightning? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Got it. Because like, I do love that scene. It's funny. The second she does that in, in Rise of Skywalker... They had primed us all for Palpatine reveal without doing it. It worked. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. It's not like yeah. at that moment I went, "Oh, she's Palpatine." But the second they said she was a Palpatine, I'm like, "Oh, that makes sense." I'm like, "Why does it make sense?" Yeah, oh, because about 15 minutes lightning. earlier, that might be my favorite moment in the film. The her yeah. using like lightning, pulling the transport, and it's good. Destroying inadvertently the that shocked me, <laughs> and, and then, then like, the acting, shocking then the, the acting yes. at that point, with, yeah, from the screaming and Oscar Isaac and Ridley and even Kylo Ren, even just fully like he kind of had that kind of like shocked look on his like, yeah, even though like yeah, like one of the best acted action moments of Star Wars, yeah, in terms of on the ground. You, you actually just made me want to have a standalone Chewbacca film <laughs> with like five-year-old Ben Solo. Yeah. yeah. And then just like getting into some dumb adventure totally. and just like the kid being cute and like and Uncle Chewbacca. We have our Wes Anderson. Why can't that be a Disney that's Plus show? That's Disney that's, Plus show. That's the most PG movie that's, the that's Wes ever Anderson. happened. Yeah. Because then you have him walking around in what looks yes. like. Because you have Ben Solo walking around in what looks like a like a, like a Boy Scout uniform, but it's whatever version of Boy Scout yeah. uniform would be. And He's in the woods being followed by this giant bear. Yeah, and it's a new actor, and you can do de-aged Harrison Ford. You can do digital Han Solo, and you can do a mixture of Alden, Alden Ehrenreich and Shadow. You can really do yeah. some fun stuff in terms yeah. of showing. Yeah, and Han you get that Solo nanny droid that. from uh, oh, from yeah. um, last shot, long shot, last right, right. shot. Yeah, last I shot. think you yeah. actually you the go calf back. Droid, to, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you go back to um, Chewbacca to Kashyyyk, and like you meet Chewbacca's yeah. oh. family <laughs> for sure. You won't be like. <laughs> Perhaps grandfather's Wait, passed on. Ben's yes. adventures. Yeah. Can I remember? Can I? Can I story tell for a second one of my favorite moments in EU Lumpy history? And ben. <laughs> There's not enough banjo in the world for that. I just that show in my head. It's right there. Do you remember in um in the in like the um the Thrawn the first Thrawn trilogy they go back to Kashyyyk. Yes, That's right. and they go to Kashyyyk, and one of my favorite moments is a Wookiee comes up to to Leia and goes, "Thank you for coming." Start speaking in basic, 
And she goes, no. and she goes, it's one of my favorite moments. She looks at Chewie, she's like, I didn't realize you could speak English. And the guy goes, or speak basic. And the guy basically goes, this is a speech impediment. I'm actually very sensitive about it. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember reading this. I was like 13 reading this. They're going, what's, what, what's happening what's now? Happening? <laughs> like, I kind of like this, but it's weird. Oh it God. seems That's advanced. So, That's yeah. so classically EU right there. It's They're so just like, funny. Some of those yeah. crazy EU things are so beautiful, like a horse-faced Waxwing pilot. Oh my god. Yeah. I gotta go reread the old EU. Chewie's death was interesting in the EU, I feel. Crushed by a star, right? If he died in Rise of Skywalker, I was. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have been. I would have been in tears and I would be just despondent. I, I wouldn't even. I don't think I'd do this. I'm glad anymore. they didn't kill him when they were gonna kill him because, like, I. I think we talked about it a couple episodes. It would have like people in the audience would have been like not focused on that film for ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I think that might have been a good thing though. Yeah. Well, depending on that pacing. Yeah. It would have been interesting. Um, I'm gonna finish the old EU. Yeah, nice. you're gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna intersect because I like reading like real books, <laughs> real books yes. next yeah. to my Star Wars books. But yeah. I think now I'm gonna tra- I'm gonna switch off. I'm gonna read a real book. I'm gonna read one of the old EU books. I'm All gonna right. finish it off because I never did, and I kind of yeah. need to know how yeah. that old EU. Finish ends. it up. I'm gonna do it. I know. Like, I guess I have. I can really... I can talk about it when I'm where I'm at when I come into the podcast. I went like two books down the. Um, Is it Vector Prime or Yeah, Vector Prime and the one after. I never got and then there. I was like. It was just weird because it was like it. It's like this, yeah, all star, um, like all EU the people jam. from all the things get yeah shoved get in. Put, yeah. shoved in. Yeah. And it's like Corin Horn and yeah, like, Corin Horn. Yeah, oh, I'm so excited to go back. Right, Wedge yeah, Antilles. They're kind of great guys. I yeah, mean, we should we should do an EU special. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we legends should. I mean, special. Let's just do a what do a legend segment. Let's just can, let's just keep yeah. it alive. I mean, this is kind of where kind of where at Star Wars is at right now, which is like anything is game at this point. So like right. for the podcast, we can just do these random specials. Yeah, I'm thinking about. I think Legends would be great. We already talked about. I don't know if we talked about it on air, but I'm doing the Bane trilogy. Yeah, I would love to go. Oh, over that would be a great, great start. Start. Brilliant writer. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, Plagueis Bane trilogy are essential. Yeah, and then. Um, yeah, but then like Vector Prime is like some of the interesting stuff. But again, it brings in like all the all the characters from all the I that's you why know, I need Rogue to read Squadron it. and like because I yeah. did it because I, when I started reading the old EU, I did it in in chronological in universe order. Yeah, so it took me forever just to get past the original trilogy, and then right. like and by like literally when I got like three books into the new like I got past like the Thrawn duology. Yeah, then like Disney went like this all doesn't count, yeah. <laughs> and I went. Well, I guess I'll stop now. Yeah, <laughs> and so I still have all of that stuff. I know the general because I did all the read it all, but I'd be like, I've, I feel like I've done all my homework. Yeah, right. I should read Vector Prime because I'm like, I like, right. I know all those characters. Right. Yes, you. It'll mean I've a lot done to it you. all. So maybe I'll it's, it's an interesting story. I mean, it's a cool new yeah. villain that's not. Let's do an EU segment where we cherry pick an uh, uh, idea from Legends that could become a like a film property or. a Disney Plus show or something like okay. that. You can even pitch it after that. Yeah. That's so, a good idea. Uh, okay. It's like, here's the book I read and here's what I think. You know, this could be a great okay. series well, or yeah. film. I know. You also like the Tales of the Dark, the like, um, EU comics. Tales of the Dark Side. Was that yeah. A, Tales, was of that the Tales of the Jedi. Tales of the Jedi. That's my, yeah. that's my so, Bible. That's your jam. Yeah. yeah. All that stuff. I had, and I wish I, I can't find it for life me, I had this person who put the timeline all together of all the comics and all all the books. So when I was yeah. doing my EU read, I did comics and books together. Nice. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah. Chronological. That must have been really satisfying. It stopped me from writing my dissertation. It probably prevented my dissertation <laughs> from being written. It probably, it honestly, Delayed probably pushed it, delayed it two years back. <laughs> two years. 
I it's, think that's a sabbatical from a sabbatical. Time well spent, okay. though. Here's something that yeah. they don't tell you about writing a dissertation. Every semester you write your dissertation, you have to pay for the honor of writing your dissertation. Oh, yes. So, so I have a amount of student loan that will, yeah. I think I'll pay off when I'm 148 is the current math. Good. Well, you can tell who yeah. I'm going to vote for for president. Yeah, right. Let's go. Let's <laughs> go. Feel the aside, burn. But personally, yeah. there's I got some dogs in this fight. Yeah, definitely. Feel the burn. What else we got here? That was that's pretty much it for bullet points on this Trevorrow script. I so duel the fates. Let's do our kind of final judgments on it. What do you guys think? Do you guys would you have preferred this film over the Rise of Skywalker? Do you do you prefer what you got? Um, what do you think? It's hard to say, right? Because yeah, like it's, I, it's I, I if someone had done the same thing with Rise of Skywalker, which I'm so glad that like I didn't read the leaks, I would be like, this is sounds awful. <laughs> like, yeah, I yeah. Like, no, right, yeah, I don't yeah. want this at all. Yeah. So I, I have I've always had trouble visualizing from script to screen. Like yeah. my brain doesn't work that way. Right. And so it's hard for me to say. I do really, really like the movie we got. I'm very happy and satisfied with the movie we got. So I'm not yeah. gonna say I prefer this. But I like what I've heard in this thing. I would have been I think I would have been sitting here today probably feeling the same way, which I'm like, I'm very yeah. happy with the thing we got. I would have loved to see the script by JJ shot. Like I'm kinda I know, right. yeah. cop out, but it's kinda where I'm at. Yeah, I have that problem where it's just like the newest things always the shiniest thing, mm-hmm. and uh, and I just like especially with Star Wars like I yeah, just sort recency of love bias. the new thing yeah. like I haven't you know watched yeah. it into the ground yet or whatever, and uh, I can really just sort of focus on it and love it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I love this movie. I, I would not prefer it again. It's like a ha- I, I mean a half baked idea, but I'm also uh, in Kathleen Kennedy. I trust. Yep. With this, yeah, yeah, done nothing but make you know smart decisions. She's a yeah. very capable leader, and, and gotten and, five amazing so movies out of her. She saw something there that didn't work, and she got spooked, and she moved it. You know, and she 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 moved on from Colin. Yeah, but um, or she got spooked or not, or she just saw it and was like, no, nope, that's not going to work. She yeah. just knew definitively. The, yeah, the fact to things. make that much of a pivot. Like, yeah. I, the, her, yeah. Lucasfilm's ability huge. to pivot. Rogue One was a pivot. Mm. Turns into an amazing movie. Solo, Solo was, was a pivot, pivot which yeah. turns into a really solid movie. Yeah. One of my, I, really I mean, it's a great it. movie. It's a great. And we're talking about a pivot. You're talking one. about yeah. Gareth Edwards comes and shoots the film, but then they do reshoots with Tony Gilroy for yeah. Rogue yeah. One. And for Solo, you're saying that uh, you know the uh, they pull Lord uh, and Miller, Lord on, Miller, and they bring Ron shot the majority of that film, and then reshot fifty, at least fifty one percent of it. And then with this film, Trevorrow's out. Yeah, JJ's in, and not miss. Yeah, not miss dates. Right, and it feels good like these movies like if you told me if you didn't if we didn't hear any of these background stories the movies we saw would have felt like the movies they were supposed to be does that make sense like they didn't feel like troubled production I suppose something like Justice League (laughs) not to throw throw DC (laughs) Justice League is a a pivot that went downhill exactly even though I'm not a huge fan like but like if you had showed me that movie without telling me anything I'm like what happened during the shooting of this movie? Because <laughs> yeah. something happened. Something's there off are, here. This is a tone weird. There's film. a lot of tonally <laughs> things that don't quite yeah, connect yeah. here. Um, totally. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, it's, I like Duel of Fates. I like the, what some of the ideas yeah. in here. I like the title Duel of Fates. I really, really love that idea when it comes to Kylo and Rey. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. both their fates are so important at this moment. It's basically you know so concentrated in this final film. Love that title. But Rise of Skywalker, the messages from Rise of Skywalker, the themes, the tone of Rise of Skywalker. I just, Epic. I love, yeah. yeah, I love it, everything it feels, that did. That feels like the end of the saga yeah. to me. This does not. Right. 
and satisfying conclusion. Yeah. And that was the real trick. It's just like it's not just another Star Wars movie. But I'm fine with just having another Star Wars movie heretofore. We don't need another massive trilogy. No. I kind of like it just because I'm so connected to Ray and yeah. Poe and Finn now. I'd love, especially Ray. I'd love to see that that galaxy move on. But if it's something brand new, that's fine too. We'll get there. And go like, back now, to- just like, but give this guy his movie if he wants. If he's a Star Wars fan wants to make a Star Wars movie, give him a movie. You can do this entire movie and just swap out names and yeah. set it 500 years ago. Right. <laughs> but like, yeah. like this movie doesn't feel like it's con- connected to the, sto- to the characters we met, but it's a really compelling story. Yeah. Like, you can tell the story. Yeah, and it gives context to Rise of Skywalker and how quickly J.J. had to work and yeah. make this film. Because, yeah. you know, I think Colin was set up for a very similar situation that Ryan was set up for with yeah. seeing the shooting script... Getting being able to read it before any audience have seen the film before shooting even began, yeah, right, and getting all that time to work on your own idea for the next installment in the trilogy. I think Colin was given that same opportunity, mm-hmm. and then the pivot happened in a main mm-hmm. saga film, which didn't happen yet, yeah, because you know, we, yeah, of course, Rogue One solo, yeah, uh, right, but not a main saga, no, film. those main saga just, film, those are malleable. So this is a pivot in the saga, era. and that's why yeah. Rise of Skywalker. I think the pacing feels a little rushed. Yeah, and I yeah. Think- the other thing is JJ could have been. Um, choice 1A the whole time like 1 and 1A the whole time yeah and like but he was caught up in a bunch of Star Trek stuff I think at that time and then you know like he was just like only signed up for one movie you know and then once it became clear like his schedule could have just cleared and he'd be like you know what I can do the third movie and maybe they were just like it's an interesting point too go kick rocks (laughs) yeah it might have been like well we have a chance to get JJ again and he made an amazing everyone loved everyone loved Force Awakens we have a chance to get him and we have yeah. this unknown and guy. You tell me they just like Rise Skywalker just cleared another billion. Yeah, dollars? yeah, cleared the billion. I mean, and and Jesus. Colin Trevorrow had one one blockbuster film under his belt, which was performed well, but was not critically acclaimed, and t- to be honest, was not seen as a very good movie. Right. Jurassic World is just a fun, yeah, dinosaur made a lot people. of money though. It's also it made a ton of money, right? right? But like not right. It, it's not a lot of like. It it's felt like, like the Force Awakens of Jurassic Park. It felt almost like a rendition very, of the first it was. of the original. It's also a very mean spirited film. Yeah, that the, movie the is super mean spirited. It makes uh, me very upset. People are kind of terrible. Just and and like random like people, just families get eaten by dinosaurs, which is not. If you think about the original Jurassic Park, like these are just people who went like on vacation and got eaten by a pterodactyl. That kind of sucks. That kind of makes me feel bad that's what i'm here for though <laughs> uh, yeah i'm here for the jerry i don't know in a post i feel like we never got a proper pterodactyl attack either yes right. there's one maybe in world there's like a they fly in, down in jurassic park three and uh in, in oh yeah the cage the cage yeah the cage in a it's post just, man like a giant bird cage <laughs> in a post man of steel put world, that egg away <laughs> i'm going to get this point across. sorry 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 in a Go post on. man of steel world uh, mm. random destruction of, of 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 innocent humans doesn't feel great. Right. So that I find that movie very mean spirited. So anyway, so he had one film, one blockbuster did okay, and then he did Book of Eli, Book of Henry, Book of Henry, which oh, was yeah. a flop on every possible metric. I right. think they got spooked and they're like, and JJ's now available. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I mean. Whatever. I am. I liked Safety Not Yet Guaranteed. I think yeah, the first yeah, yeah. film. I thought that was Me quite too. good. For I mean, that's what film. got him in yeah. to the bigger stuff. I like. I like that movie. Um, quite Jurassic up. World. I did not like Book of Henry. I did not see. No, who did? Yeah, and those who did did not like it. <laughs> like it. I mean, that's what I've heard. I'd yeah, exactly. It. I can't speak to it personally, but 
people I trust. Yeah. So my point is that like you can see why if you had that choice or JJ, mm-hmm. you might just go, we have a script, it's fine, but we have a chance to get JJ, we have nothing. Toss the script to get JJ, it'll be fine. I just I yeah. love JJ's message of freedom to choose, you know, yeah. family, legacy, mm-hmm. destiny. I do too. I love I, I think really it's a yeah. beautiful, beautiful message. I think that's where you green light at the end of the day. Destiny, good what or bad, is the core doesn't matter. Message you've you've of done the film. some bad things in the yeah. past, but like you know what? You can still you come be a good you. person. Yeah. Doesn't mean you're a bad no, person. The messaging can, yeah. of the new trilogy speaks to me at such a deep level, and that's yeah. why I will always mm-hmm. love it. Yeah. yeah, totally. All right, did we get it? We get we it. Got I think it. we got it. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks very much, everyone, for listening to us. Um, to new listeners, thank you. This is what we do. Um, thank you very much for listening. And um, yeah, who knows what's going to come out next week? I don't. Um, may the force be with you. This is Grex Kondak signing off. For the latest breaking news, follow at Core World News on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you and good night. Remember, the Force will be with you always. Yeah.